right there. Got here by attacking the paint and making plays. Got here by playing with some more pace. You've got to do the same thing. Dinwiddie shuts up. Oh, maybe not. And Anderson throws it the length of the ice and scores! Rasmus Anderson slapped it from his own side of the blue line. And somehow it evaded Mike Smith and we are tied. Well, the most unlikeliest of shorthanded goals you will ever see. <laughs> by Rasmus. Uh. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes, gambling, etc., etc. I'm Nick. You can watch on YouTube or Spotify.com, like, rate, review, subscribe, etc., 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 etc. Um, pretty shitty day in America. I don't want to deal with that today. Sports will be my distraction, sort of. We'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, so the playoffs last night, we almost had a comeback, but then we didn't. The NBA playoffs, the series are great, the games are dumb. Um, but we'll get to the Battle of Alberta here in a second. And NHL history last night. Um, I don't know if that's true, but it feels true. So I'm going to say it because that's how it works here. So let's talk about um, there was a mass shooting at an elementary school in Texas. Obviously, I actually don't remember all of them. I can't even. Um, there are some where I'm like, oh, yeah, that one school got shot up. I totally forgot about that. Literally, it happens to me all the time. Here's Steve Kerr. Um, he goes off on social justice issues all the time. He is in Oakland and San Francisco. He coaches very well. One of the greatest basketball teams, I would argue, the greatest basketball team of all time, probably the most unbeatable team of all time, the Warriors from 2000 and, I don't know, 16 to now. They're unbeatable. It's unreal. So here he is freaking out. I'm tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HRA which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. Money, yes. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators. Money. They want to be famous. They want to be rich. It's very simple. That's it. Nothing more to it. So uh, we'll move on to sports ball now. Steve Kerr and his Warriors got their aces kicked. They were down at one point by more than 30, I believe. They did cut it to eight, which was fun. But the people who cut it to eight, the, the guys that cut it to eight were all the backups because uh, they're. this is what's happening. The NBA, one team gets their asses kicked in an embarrassing way. That team then sits all their players in the second half because, like, why screw around with this? This is really stupid what's happening in the NBA. They're load managing the playoffs. But the Warriors did that. They took out their three best players, Steph, Clay, and Draymond. The Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. And then the backups cut it to within eight, and then they put the starters back out, and then the lead went back up to, like, 20. So I don't know. At the end of the day, it was like a 10-point win. I, Mavericks won a game at home. Uh, it should be mentioned that Steve Kerr freaked out in Dallas, which is, um, I think, the closest NBA city to San Antonio area-ish, which is where the shooting happened. I don't know, Texas geography, but it was in Texas where he freaked out. Dallas wins. There was a leaky roof situation where they had a weather delay because there was so much rain that <laughs> Mark Cuban's arena leaked. I don't know if he owns the arena. I'm sure he does. He's way too smart to pay for an arena. You get the taxpayers to pay for it. Duh. All right, let's move on to the Battle of Alberta A. So played what I believe is a historic goal in NHL history. Let's just do this first. Well, I'll go through the game. We'll recap the game. So I'll bring it up on YouTube. I don't want a, a copyright violation. So here's the first goal. Look, they're freaking out. Boom, goal. Markstrom. 
I guess we can just play this all in succession. Let's see if I, I'll put the music going just for you guys so I don't get whatever. Okay. So just like this, it's happened this quickly. It, look how stupid. Look how dumb. So the goalie is back behind the net. And it, like, what, what is he doing? This is not the NHL history goal. Goalies in this series are actively hilarious. They're actively hilarious. Watch this. Watch this. He's like, oh, I want it. I don't. Wait, what? I don't. Where is it going? I don't. Here it is. He did it again. What? Buddy. Listen, this is literally like, that was like seconds into the game. And here we are. They score again. Unbelievable. I don't. I can't do ads right now. But regardless, uh, Edmonton goes up 3-0, end of the first period. Calgary claws back 3-1, 3-2, and then the NHL history happened. The worst goal in the history of professional hockey and certainly playoff hockey. I remember multiple times goalies have been scored on from center ice. I have seen that in my day. That does happen. It happens. It happens to the best of them. Weird things can happen in NHL hockey. So there's Mike Smith. We'll bring it up on YouTube. No sound. They're clearing the puck out. They have a power play. Watch where he shoots it from. From the tops of his own circles. Was there a screen? Was it tipped? No. It just... And is it like a shot? No. He just like shoots it. He ices the puck. The dude ices the puck. He ices the puck. It goes in the net. Watch where he... This is unreal. He's just like, oh. And Mike Smith's like, wait, what the fuck? I've never seen a goal like that. Like, look where he shoots this from. This is legitimately absurd. So here it is. Here, like the guy just loses the puck, which is hilarious. Look where he shoots it from. Nothing happens to the puck. It just goes in the net. That made it three to three. Edmonton does hold on to win. So now they're up three games to one, heading back to Calgary. Oh my God, it was just too funny. Also in the NHL last night, the New York Hockey Rangers they win. Carolina has now played five games on the road and six games at home. They are six and five. They have not won a road game. The Rangers were buzzing. At a certain point, it's coaching. For those of you that don't know hockey super well, it's because when you're on the road, you can't match line changes. It's not just the home ice advantage with the crowd. It's also like how do you're matching the game. The home team has the advantage when it comes to matchups. And this coach is uh, Rod Brendamore getting his ass kicked at this point. It's on him. At, th- at this point, it's on him because the power play isn't firing for Carolina, which that happens. But if you get your ass kicked on the road, it's on the coach. That's a matchup thing. That's a coach thing. Plain and simple. It's a coach thing, and you got to figure it out, man. Um, we have some projecting NFL offseason in full swing. We've got some stuff. Here's Tyreek Hill, who won a championship and went to another championship and won a bunch of games with Patrick Mahomes says Tua actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life no <laughs> but I guess every Tyreek Hill super pumped to be rich into Miami um, Roger Goodell says that he is unaware of owners counting votes to fire Daniel Snyder well Roger Goodell's job isn't to be aware of it he is their little biatch his job is to be the the owner's biatch other NFL news uh, the Carolina Panthers are open to a Cam Newton return with two conditions. A, he needs to take less money, and B, he needs to understand that he's the backup. So that means they drafted Matt Corral in the third round. 
They have Sam Darnold, who came out yesterday and says that he believes he can be one of the best starters in the league. And now they're thinking about Cam Newton. Maybe they just take turns. And I'm actually not joking. What if they just took turns? I think the team should do that. Just take turns. See what happens. You never, you really never know. It's like, hey, Cam, you're going to play these three games. The biggest news in the NFL, though, we can... Glory, glory, hallelujah, we can celebrate. The NFL is considering completely getting rid of the Pro Bowl. They're, well, they're first considering ways to improve it. Here's Ian Rappaport. The NFL is discussing the Pro Bowl week and ways to improve it, including possibly eliminating the traditional game and using that Sunday to showcase the players in it. Essentially... What are the alternatives? Ian then quoted, tweeted himself, obviously. The reality is the traditional pro, game, pro Bowl game is not what it should be. So what else can be done? Would a flag football game with some of the NFL stars be better? That's just one possible solution. So Ian works for the league. And he and Adam Schefter are the guys that just uh, kiss NFL agent ass so they can get these inside scoops. The NFL directed these tweets to him, I'm sure. They texted him and said, Ian, tweet these right now. And then now they're just scrolling through their comments. Is it they're crowdsourcing what to do for the Pro Bowl? Um, what would I want from the Pro Bowl? I would like to make them all vote on things like All Pro and and stuff. I would like the players who are selected to the Pro Bowl, quote unquote, to be in a room and be like, okay, you know, you guys actually decide lists that matter because none of this shit matters. The voters are dumb. Just pick. I want to know who the MVP is. I don't care who the media thinks it is. I care who you guys think the MVP is. Who's the most valuable player in football? Make them do that. And get in there and be like, you don't have to do anything. Meet the fans. Screw around with each other. I'd rather watch NFL players play basketball, to be honest with you. They're such freak athletes. It'd be cool. Meet and greets. Have them discuss things. Have them decide on things. Have union meetings. Just like make it like a conference. And then they can all go out and get drunk with each other. And it could be like a bro down. Make it a bro down. Nobody wants to see football players working out. That's a lie. We love it. But not before the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is happening. Who cares? Like just We want to hang out with them. We want them to be on podcasts. We don't want to watch them pretend to play flag football. Get the fuck out of here, bruh. What are we doing? It is exciting, though, not to pretend to do that. I did see a tweet that made me laugh my ass off. All of this NIL, NIL, NIL stuff happening in college recruiting, all these rumors about how much money certain players... There are some crazy rumors that guys got $5 million lump sum to go to a school, which is hilarious. Eventually, billionaires and millionaires, these donors will be like, this is actually really stupid. Because recruits pan out far less than even draft picks. So eventually they'd be like, I've spent $30 million trying to get Texas A&M to win a championship and they haven't yet. So maybe it's y'all's problem. They'll check themselves. It'll happen. But then I saw this tweet, which is hilarious. This is from Reddit College Football, which is the best uh, Twitter follow on the internet for sports fans. Rumor, three separate FBS schools are offering an unusual NIL deal in which graduates receive employment as commissioned officers in the United States military after graduation. Uh, that's funny because they've been, I guess you could say the military academies have been doing NIL the whole time. <laughs> you get a job when you graduate for six years. You're bound by law. That's funny because the service academies are sweet. I respect them, but it is funny. It's a funny tweet. We can, all, we can all respect that that is an objectively hilarious tweet. Naomi Osaka, of course, withdrew from the French Open last year. And for the Wall Street Journal, this is from the Wall Street Journal on your screen. They're not reporting. You can Google it yourself. Um, Naomi was the best player in the world for a while. Then she was always top 10. Then she had an emotional breakdown, kind of. She had some mental health problems. There were some other things going on. And she just kind of in her own head with some stuff. Well, she kind of unretired from tennis. She came back after stepping away, and she got her ass kicked in the first round of the uh, French Open. She used to be the number one. 
Um, her quote, I thought I tried really hard. I just feel like I hit an unfortunate because uh, I wasn't able to play as many matches leading into the tournament. So she wasn't in shape. It's unreasonable to expect someone to come cold off the bench. I think we're just used to Tiger Woods and Serena Williams just doing whatever they want um, and like being good in these amazing ways. Tom Brady's like 50 years old and he's doing it. But it's it's actually really weird for someone to be that good, just cold off the street. And so she probably needed a warm-up. I respect that. Makes sense to me. Game's coming up tonight. Am I going to watch Celtics Heat? No. Maybe. I'll tune in. You only have to watch, like I said, five minutes of these games to see if they're going to be close. Gav, game five, Colorado-St. Louis, back in Colorado after Nassim Kadri scored a hat-trick. Him and his wife been re- receiving a lot of Islamophobic and racist messages from Blues fans. Stay classy, obviously. Gotta love hate. Shouts to her, though, in the screenshots of them. She kept the people's first and last names in a picture of them. Might as well dox them if you're going to be racist. I respect that. That's going to do it for this episode. Like, rate, review, subscribe. I'll be back in Better Than Ever tomorrow.